Good afternoon and welcome to the Ladies Football Show with 42 and the LGFA. My name's Emma Duffy, I'm your host for the afternoon and I'm delighted to be joined in studio by Gala defender Sinead Burke to reflect on the weekend's All-Ireland semi-final action. We also have another top defender, Cork's Emer Meany, on the line later on in the show. But Sinead, I suppose first of all, thanks a million for coming in. No problem. You mightn't be on the best of terms now after the weekend though. No, that's it exactly. Still a bit disappointed and looking back and wondering what if and regrets and things like that but yeah look it's Tuesday again get, don't get long to get over it and get back into action again. It is what it is and I suppose just reflecting on the game first and, and that loss to Dublin what was it like to play in? It was a very tough game yeah I mean the first 10 minutes I think was just end to end you know I just kept seeing blue coming, coming in waves and in waves again. So it was quite intense for the, you know, the first, the first half was, was very tough. Um, you know, especially when the dubs are so athletic, they were mm -hmm. coming and coming in packs, not of just ones and twos, and it was definitely three, threes and fours at times. So, yeah, I mean, your focus had to be really tuned in the last day because they really came at us and they really blitzed us, especially in the first, you know, 10, 15 minutes, two goals after 10 minutes is, uh, is quite a, a tough blow to, to get, absolutely. so it was very intense. And I suppose when Nicole Owens kind of hit that first goal, it was an amazing goal, it has to be said, but um, they just kind of grew in confidence from there and, and you know, then Sinead O'Hearn got into the game mm -hmm. and she scored, I think it was 2-4 in the first half. Like, yeah. Obviously, what was that like trying to trying to counter that and trying to stop it? Yeah, it's an area that on Galway's part we looked at the start of the year to you know to go at teams mm -hmm. in the first ten minutes and fifteen minutes. It's a great you know boost for the rest of the game if you do start well, and you know Dublin capitalised on that. They got an extremely impressive start, and you know as a defender seeing two goals going in in uh, 10, 15 minutes, you know, it, it is a sucker punch and it's not easy, you know, to turn around and, and try and get back up the field Absolutely. again. So in fairness, credit to Dublin, they really came out with a, a plan and really came out, you know, what we had wanted to do but couldn't Absolutely. do it. Um, they came out and, and blitzed us and, and, you know, took them goals superbly. Like, yeah, Nicole Owens, you know, came in and scored top of the net you know yeah. no, there was no there was no stopping that yeah. for leasing goals it was a, a rocket so oh, yeah of course I suppose even speaking to Mick Bowen after the game he said that you kind of came out the two times you met in the league and you started on the front foot uh, whereas their plan was to go out and, and catch you and I suppose it, it did pay dividends at the end of the day exactly yeah I think um, we knew we needed a good start against mm -hmm. Dublin we knew that we needed to take the game to them um, and I think it going the other way worked against us yeah. and um, it, it, it unfortunately just didn't unfold in the first half what we what we had planned and what we had trained in the two weeks leading up to the game just didn't transfer onto the pitch you know we had worked on so many different aspects you know to bring to the dubs and I think them starting so well we had, weren't allowed you know bring our plan into yeah. effect you know and you know they really worked hard and they were not letting our forwards do any of <laughs> any hard work up there and and I mean their forwards coming forward as well were just of course yeah. I suppose you know, then you know you're going in at half time you're 11 points down you're thinking how like what are we going to do what was half time like yeah it is tough um going in 11 points down and you know really feeling the effects of mm -hmm. the first half 
Um, but you know, we've trained all year, and we know coming back from a defeat, you know, you, coming back from an eleven-point loss, you know, you you can't just. There's still thirty minutes. Anything mm -hmm. can happen in thirty minutes. So we knew that. You know, girls spoke. Stephen spoke, and it really hit home that this is not the Galway team. What we've portrayed in the first exactly. half, that we've trained all year, and you know, and we've played matches all year that. It, that was not what we were about. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to pull up the socks and you have to get focus again and you have to, um, you know, really put the head down. And, and it was great to see a kind of a kickback. Unfortunately, the buzzer, <laughs> if it was yeah. another, well, I, I don't know, another 10, 15 minutes, perhaps we were, we were itching back a little oh, bit. But I just think the lead was too big that was created in the first half to, to come back from. Kind of, we're always chasing the game, but yeah. it was a different Galway team we saw in the second half. You did really pull your socks off. Up, excuse me, and I suppose nearly control the game for the most for the second half. Yeah, that was the aim at halftime, you know, to go out and win the second half because unfortunately the performance in the first half wasn't good enough and up to scratch. So if we could in any way have an effect on the second half and maybe put a little bit of doubt in Dublin's head and and take it to the game to them, you know, maybe we'd see a, a better. Um, scoreboard you know see yeah. what it would look like on that and yeah thankfully the girls never gave up the subs that came in made a big difference and um, the scoreboard yeah all right it, 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 mm -hmm. it didn't look as bad in the end but unfortunately it was still a loss at the end of the day absolutely and I suppose it must have been nearly a bit more frustrating having beaten them in the league like you're the only team to have beaten them in competitive action this year and coming so close in that league semi-final yeah. as well um, like what was that like? I suppose. Yeah, it, it it's it's frustrating. It's disappointing. You know, you can look back at the league, but at the end of the day, the league is a whole different, you know, um, structure and a whole Absolutely. different ball game it to is. the championship. Mm -hmm. And I think Dublin thrive off, you know, the sniff of getting into an All Ireland final. And you know, they've had such experience now the last couple of years, and they know what it's like to win. And the final was in 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 their grasp and they smelt it I think maybe a little bit more than us and but yeah having beaten them in the league we knew and then coming some close to them in the league semi-final we knew that we were capable of you know causing a turn or causing an upturn but mm -hmm. um, it just didn't work out that yeah. way and that's the mo most frustrating thing because you know the management team the girls themselves we all fully believed Absolutely. from this you know from since we knew it would be Dublin that we were facing we you know, we believed that we could mm -hmm. do it, and and the training was put in. Our heads were right, our bodies were right, um, and that's the most frustrating thing is you know when you don't turn up to, yeah. to the game, and the game kind of passes you by. And you can ask me maybe about the game, and it's sometimes yeah. sometimes a little bit of a blur because we, we felt we didn't have control of the game. And you know, when you're in control, you make better decisions, and I guess when you're out of control. The decision making is worse, and it just it just kind of went from our grasp in the first 10, 15 minutes. And um, but like you could credit where credit to do, Dublin are a fantastic outfit, and you know they're there or thereabouts because they deserve they're it. And, yeah, yeah, and they've worked well, and you know you can see the conditioning, you mm -hmm. can see what the work has been put done in in previous years. So um, you know that's what I guess all teams are striving for, and. You know, it's it is especially disappointing because we felt we had prepared and we had put everything that we could have put in. You know, we have worked hard in the gym and on the field mm -hmm. and tactics and video analysis and all that. This year was probably the first year that we've got, you know, an insight into that side of things and um, in fairness the management have left had left no stone unturned yeah. in that sense. So it is, it's very disappointing and it'll take a couple of weeks to kinda 
look at it again and reflect on what happened and review it and, and maybe see where we went wrong and what we could have done better and all these different things. But at the moment, it's still a little bit raw mm -hmm. and it's still a little bit of a blur, not knowing what happened really. But um, that's the way sport is and it can be cruel at times. That's it, unfortunately. And I suppose just dwelling on those kind of frustrations for a minute, those shortcomings. Um, Alba Daverin, a team of mm. yours, was in last week and she kind of, we had her on, on Skype and she spoke about how you're sick of being an early team and I suppose that kind of gap that still needs to be closed. Yep. Like, where do we go from here? Yeah, like, look, as I said, it's still a bit fresh and the wounds are still a bit raw. <laughs> and, but, um, yeah, like Alva speaking last week, speaking of Alva, like, she was huge loss the of last course, day. Like, yeah. even her attitude, you know, she was there in the dressing room with crutches and there was no way she was not going to be at that <laughs> match and she was there. But we did miss her the last day. Um, yeah, she talked about being the nearly team and that's kind of a nerve that's cut us deep kind mm -hmm. of the last couple, couple of years. And... In fairness, perhaps, you know, a lot is expected of this Galway team because they've achieved underage, under 21. Absolutely. You know, there's girls there that have a couple of All-Ireland medals and it's not transferring maybe to senior, but it's not from a lack of trying and it's yeah. not from a lack of um, preparation and, and we're hard work being put in. We're doing everything we can do. It's just maybe, as you said, short up meeting teams that are a little bit more experienced mm -hmm. than us, like Dublin being in, in All-Ireland finals they know how to be teams and they know they're they know what to do and maybe we were just a little bit inexperienced the last day um i'm not too sure as of yet but yeah it is frustrating to see you know oh galway have so many you know talent and how come they're not you know achieving more mm -hmm. um, but look the future is bright i mean you know there's been such a wealth of talent coming through Absolutely. minor underage you know it's been huge so that's nice to see and, and hopefully that will come in the next to fruition in the next couple of years. I suppose focusing on the positives though this year like you can look back on it as a hugely successful year yeah. and a really positive year like you had a strong league campaign did well in Connacht and then until the Dublin match I suppose you, you were blowing teams out of the water nearly in championship. Yeah like you can't but look back and say you know we went one step further mm -hmm. this year we um, you know we worked hard there's been a level of professionalism brought to the to the the setup that I've not experienced in my ten years playing. So it's it's definitely on the up. And yeah, right now it's it's hard and it's disappointing. And you can't help but look at the negatives. But you have to bring yourself up and look at the positives and say there's a really good bunch of young girls mm -hmm. there um, that really want to win. Um, unfortunately, it just just didn't go that way the last day. And I think you have to look at it and come back and go stronger and look stronger and look into into next year what we can develop a little bit better. Of course and forward. I suppose like the group like it seems like you're all really really close and really tight and with management as well like you know Stephen has done serious work over the last two years and his management team obviously that all helps. Oh definitely the consistency coming into this year um, you know you can even see with um, the strength and conditioning that has improved greatly in the last two years and you know there's a lot to be said for um, consistent you know knowing what's expected and you can go into the next year like looking at tactics you know tactics wasn't an area that we would have looked at too much last year mm -hmm. and, and video analysis and things like that but this year it brought it to a whole new level and that allowed us to kind of look into different teams and, and our own tactics as well how we're going to uh, come get the better of, of the next team so yeah look they're a great bunch of girls um, 
everyone is just as disappointed. Nobody, you know, took the defeat lightly on yeah. Saturday. Um, but the main thing is to stick together, and and you know, we did. We met up Saturday and Sunday, and had a had a good laugh and good fun. And it's I guess it'll take a couple of weeks to kind of look back and and review it again. And and you know, but it's going to be a long winter. But hopefully, everyone will stick together and it is. go forward again in 2019. And I suppose, yeah, looking, looking to next year and trying to keep the group together and whatnot, I have to ask, you know, <laughs> have, you any, have you any thoughts on it yourself or decisions made? No, nothing. A lot can happen in the next of couple of months. We don't, we don't know where anyone will be in, in the next couple of months. But, you know, it's at the moment, as I said, it's basically disappointment. So that doesn't even come to enter your mind what next year will be. It's been a long eight months or nine, ten months even. Um, so I guess maybe just to refocus again and relax for the next couple of weeks and and see where the head is at then. So exactly. as I said, a lot can happen. We don't really know, exactly. but I'm hoping you know they're they're a great bunch of girls. They really really worked hard this year, and and you know it's it is very frustrating that uh, you know we're it just comes to an end all of a sudden you know you train two three four times a week and it's routine yeah. <laughs> and we get so used to it and you're seeing they're like your second family and then I just I'm still feeling it's Tuesday okay I should be going to training <laughs> tonight but uh, it, 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 it's hard because it just comes to a sudden end and you know you, you try not think of the next step every every game or every yeah, every week but you, you don't think that it's going to come to an end but unfortunately it did have to come to an end on Saturday but yeah, look, look into next year, it's definitely positive. The work has been put in and you just hope, like I said, that there's a consistent maybe transition into next year again. And I suppose that kind of, you know, trying to fill the void and kind of getting back to reality and, and not having having county football. You're back up here in Dublin, so yep. you're based up here for, for work and you play club football up here. Yeah. Um, back to work tomorrow? Back to work <laughs> tomorrow, back to reality, not too many. It's great, it's a good distraction, so you're not sitting at home thinking of the weekend. So it'll, it'll be good to get back into the swing of things and, and the kids are a great distraction in that. So uh, yeah, it'll be good to get back into routine. You know, um, I don't think could have dealt with maybe another week off, uh, but um, no, it'll be good. Uh, looking forward to getting back to Ballyboden as well. I've been a bit MIA over the summer because of, of Galway. So um, I know there's a couple of league games left. So Brilliant. looking forward to getting training in that sense back again. And I suppose what's it like you know, you're playing with the Dublin club up here, you're playing against Dublin girls, like club football-wise, um, and then you're playing against Dublin on the inter-county scene. Like, would you take much from each to the other? Yeah, like, it's it's such a great um, structure up here. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your midweek ma matches and, and your trainings all up here, so it's it's really professional in that sense that you're not maybe, you know, waiting on to see if games can be played, you know, or if everyone's home at the weekend mm -hmm. up here, you know, you have the luxury of playing midweek games. Um, so, yeah, look, it's a great standard. Any team you come up against up here in Dublin is going to be a hard battle. And I think that this year and last year that has really stood to me as an individual because you're playing consistent games and you're getting a good session in midweek. So, yeah, it's been great. Um, yeah, of course you're up against girls that you you meet on the county yeah. on the county setup as well. But that's good. That just makes you a better player and challenges a bit more. So, no, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So you can bring a few secrets back to Galway. I don't know. They don't too show too many secrets <laughs> in club, but fair enough. Uh, so you just have a few league games left with mm -hmm. Ballyboden, is it? You're yeah, saying, yeah. Yeah. So I'll make an appearance now <laughs> and uh, and get them finished under the belt. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, championship 
it didn't work out this year up, up here we were missing a few players but there there's another great bunch of girls yeah. as well so I'm looking forward to getting back in and having having a little bit of football left absolutely and I suppose kind of balancing it all Sinead like between teaching in the school and then you're playing your club football up here you're playing your county football in Galway there's a lot of driving involved and whatnot yeah um, I think though with uh, being a primary school teacher it's uh, a great luxury of having summers off and having you know your weekends as well um, yeah it is a lot of driving but I'm so used to it I've probably tracks made in in the motorway <laughs> at this stage but um, you know it's a, it's a choice at the end of the day um, if I thought it was a distraction or a hindrance I wouldn't be doing it so um, I enjoy it I enjoy the crack with the girls and yeah driving you can be tired making a round trip back up to Dublin again but it's when it's going good it's great mm -hmm. so that's yeah. the main thing. Yeah. And I suppose we're just going to wrap it up now, but unfortunately it's the end of the year for yourselves with Galway. But we have a hugely interesting All-Ireland final ahead, Dublin and Cork. I think it's nearly the one that a lot of neutrals want. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. I mean, having seen for firsthand at what Dublin can do, mm -hmm. um, I now realise like how good they are and how much work they have put in. And you know, I think even going on from last year I think they've even stepped it up a notch as well mm -hmm. so I do think Dublin will be so happy they're back in an All-Ireland final and I just think experience might bring Dublin over the line but I'm still a little bit on the fence I don't oh, know no. I'm gonna <laughs> gonna say like Cork I mean maybe I'm just Dublin have I've Dublin fresh in my mind but Cork are I haven't seen a little few clips of the du uh, Cork Dublin or Donegal, Donegal game, game yeah. um, they should have shown that they've worked really hard as well. I mean, Darren was kicking some serious Absolutely. scores and the backs look to be really tight because I had thought, you know, Donegal forwards might prove yeah. difficult for Cork, but I mean, they just, they really quietened them and really uh, worked hard on them. So it's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be a tough one to call. I think it's going to be make for a really exciting All-Ireland, which is good. Um, Cork will be happy to be back as yeah. well. So. But I'm just going on, yeah, I know, I think Cork have a couple of girls that are, have not been in Northern Ireland uh, before. So they'd be a little less experienced, I don't, maybe. I don't, yeah, but um, again, anything can happen on Ireland Absolutely. final day. So I'm, I don't know, I'm a bit 50-50 on it. I won't push you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't <Thanks>. do that. <laughs> but look, it's going to be, it's gonna be yeah. a huge day on September 16th. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, I think it's LGFA have done huge things and the likes of you guys are promoting the sport as well. So I think they'll probably look to increase the record again yeah, from last hopefully. year so I'm looking forward to it I'm sure every everyone else is is looking forward to it it's it is hard to say you know I'll go and support <laughs> but uh, I'd love to be there but um, it will be a great day definitely it's going to make for a really really interesting game of football absolutely it should definitely be a good one now <laughs> but uh, that's all we have time for it with Sinead in studio anyway but thanks so much for calling in really appreciate well, your thank time you. thank and you. well done on a brilliant year thank you Thanks so much to Sinead Burke for calling into studio there and we're going to head down to Cork next to chat to Emer Meany. Emer, how's all down there? Uh, we're all good, yeah. Delighted after a win at the weekend. So um, we're still recovering, I think, but um, we're just delighted to get over the, over the line, yeah. Absolutely. And I suppose, yeah, you're back where you want to be. You're in Crow Park. That was the goal at the start of the year. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, um, you know, you have short-term goals um, within the league and the Munster Championship and, you know, the All-Ireland Series, but... Obviously, in the back of your mind, you want to get back to Crow Park. That that's the long-term goal, and and finish out the job now. So hopefully, um, 
we'll be back there now in three weeks and hopefully put on a, a good performance. Absolutely. I suppose looking back on the game on Saturday, uh, playing against Donegal, like, it was a fairly intense battle, it must be said, and I suppose you probably more than anyone, you guys in the back line felt that it was very defensive, like... Yeah, um, definitely. It was it was a style of football that you know we weren't too used to playing against, and obviously we had anticipated that they were going to play quite defensively. But you know it's very hard to break down, um, especially for the forwards. Um, I think it was very hard for them because you know there was times when Donegal had you know 10, 11, 12 players behind the ball, um, and it's it's like you know a brick wall trying to get past it. So it was very hard for them. Um, and then for us as defenders, it was unusual for the kickouts from Martino O'Brien and that, that, you know, we hadn't too much pressure on us and it was just something different. And I think it took us a, a while to adapt to that. But I think in the second half, we found our feet and um, we started playing, you know, you know, running down the wings and cutting in at the end and not going through the centre because we were just getting blocked up there. So we kind of adapted to it eventually. Absolutely. And I suppose, Emer, what was it like kind of from your your perspective um obviously you're playing against one of the most prolific full forward lines in the country and you have to go in with a plan yeah i think um there was definitely a lot of nerves going in because you know this is where we fell short last year as well the all-ireland semi-final and you know we've played against the donegal forwards before they're, they're some of the best in the country um both at club and county level i've, I've faced them and i think definitely you know you have to have a plan in place and certain players you have to target them because there's no denying that you know they have goal scores and they're going to cut open a defence if you don't manage that. So we did a lot of work. Um, I think th this year in particular we've done a lot of work, you know, specifically on defensive things as defenders, and then the attackers have done a lot of you know forward play, and it's worked out better for us. I think um, we can see it in the matches that you know we've done a lot of work, you know, breaking out of defence and also man marking and things like that. So. We definitely went in there with the plan and and I think, you know, we have been highlighted in the last few games that, you know, the the strength of the core team was in the forward. So I think as as defenders we we were going out with the point to prove. Um and I think we were quite solid in defence on the day. That's what I was just gonna say. Like a lot of the kind of headlines had been about the forwards and about the I think it's twenty five goals and six championship games at this right now, but the defence really, really did step up on Sunday and I know the two goals were the difference at the end of the day, but it all starts from the back. Yeah, definitely. And like there's no denying that the forwards, you know, the forwards that we have are some of the best in the country and I definitely wouldn't like to be hung out and marking them. But, you know, they're they're very clinical. They're getting the goals that we need and they're cutting open defences. Um, but at the same time, we, we did need to step it up in the back, possibly. And um, the forwards had, you know, lifted their intensity from the Munster final and possibly the backs hadn't. So as much as we were giving out that we were the weak link, um, maybe it was time for us to step it up as well and start performing. So I think that we proved, proved that point on Saturday. And, you know, and as you said, Johnny Gall have one of the best forward lines in the country. So to do it against them, I think it was a great boost for us as defenders and as a team. Yeah. Brilliant. And I suppose kind of what was the feeling like after the game like I know there was there was some great scenes on the pitch was it nearly like a sense of relief I suppose after after falling at that stage last year yeah definitely I think you know obviously last year there was massive disappointment and um, you know we, we just didn't perform as we could have and um, you know even in the Munster Championship and obviously in the semi-final against Mayo we fell short but I think we just decided that collectively as a team we weren't going to dwell on it and that we were just going to learn from the mistakes that we had made last year and I think we we have developed a lot as players and as a team 
from that last year. So obviously there was that extra sense of of fear, I suppose, and nervousness. Um, but then at the same time, it was good because there was, you know, there was no complacency. Um, we knew coming up there that we couldn't go back on a bus home like we did last year. And, you know, facing Donegal, it was never going to be an easy task. So I think, as I was saying to you there, Hannah Leone said to us in the dressing room before the match, you know, she's like, go out and enjoy it. <laughs> but I don't think I enjoyed a second of it. I couldn't breathe up until, you know, the final whistle blew because with forwards like theirs, they can cut your defence open, you know, in a heartbeat. Um, so up until the final whistle, there was always, you know, they were still threatening and there was still goal chances, you know, up until the very end. So um, I think just a sense of relief. And then, you know, afterwards, the excitement kicks in that you're you're heading back to Crow Park. Absolutely. And you enjoyed the celebrations anyway, I'm sure. Yeah, we'd, we'd be good at celebrating. And you know, that's something we can definitely say that. Good stuff. I suppose, yeah, looking to the 16th of September, to Crow Park, to the Dubs, how excited are you? Like, it's it's going to be a huge final. Yeah, it is. Obviously, um, you know, we're under no illusions. We know the calibre of players that the Dublin team have. You know, even against a brilliant Galway side, um, you know, they came out on top very strongly on Saturday. So I think we're under no illusions that it's going to be, you know, dog eat dog. It's going to be an incredible battle out there. But at the same time, we're excited. You know, we've worked incredibly hard to get back there and now we're there. So we're just going to have to grab the opportunity and, you know, hopefully play to the best of our ability on the day. I think dog eat dog really does kind of describe it perfectly like obviously Dublin are on a bit of a revenge mission after 2014 15 16 you guys are kind of hurting after last year so there's a lot at stake in two weeks there time. Is, yeah definitely for both sides and you know obviously Dublin have a lot of revenge you know they, they want to get back at us but then at the same time they're not going to give up there they you know they have the Brenda Martin Cup at the moment they're not going to hand it over too easy and um, you know there's players you know, some of the older girls, Martine O'Brien, Kira Sullivan, Ashing Bart, they've been playing against Dublin for years and there's plenty of players on the Dublin team as well. Um, we know the calibre of players they have and we'll definitely be prepared for a battle. As you said, it's going to be dog eat dog and, you know, there's going to be no All-Ireland final one easy. But as I said, we've put in a lot of hard work and we're just excited to get up there and, and put in a performance. And Emer, what's it like, I suppose, this year? You're kind of coming in from a different perspective. You touched on it there, that they're defending the cup this time, whereas normally it's you guys holding on to the cup. Um, yeah, it's definitely, I suppose, a bit different, um, you know, when you're trying to retain a title or you're chasing a title. Um, so it is different this year. But as I said, we tried to park you know, the disappointment of last year and just take from it what we, only what we can learn. We're not going to dwell on it. We're not going to, you know, let us dampen the success that we could have this year. So we kind of parked it and we just learned from what we can from last year. And, you know, maybe we are that bit hungrier now that we don't have the title um, and that it's up in Dublin and that we're chasing it this year. And I think, you know, we've been proving a lot of people wrong up until this point. So hopefully we can continue to do so. It's going to be huge anyway, but um, I suppose looking back through the years, I'm right in saying so it's your fourth year on the panel. Yeah, this is my fourth year. Um, so I suppose the first year I came in, um, Eamon Ryan was still there, but I was still minor at the time. So um, I wouldn't have been as involved with the team as I am this year. You know, my primary focus is probably winning the minor, which we did that year, thankfully. But um, yeah, like there's been there's been a lot of changes over over the last four years but I think you know one thing that hasn't changed is the mentality in Cork that you know work hard and that winning mentality no matter how many All-Ireland some of those players had they came back hungrier and hungrier every year um, 
And I think that's something that people used to always ask them, you know, the likes of Reach Corker and those who were there for years with, you know, Rena with so many medals, like, how do they come back? And they they were hungrier than I've ever seen anyone. So it was just, you know, I learned so much from them. Um, but as I said, that mentality of working hard has, has prevailed for the four years that I've been there. Absolutely. And I suppose kind of, you know, you're 21, you have two All-Irelands in your medals in your pocket. A lot of the girls are like that as well, but obviously the eye is on the next one. Yeah, definitely. As I said, you know, um, you're still hungry for more no matter how many you had. Um, those two All-Irelands, you know, I'll never forget them. They were absolutely brilliant, but you focus on the year at hand and I'm definitely chasing another medal this year, hopefully. Good stuff. And I suppose speaking of chasing, um, on the inter-county scene as well, you're really chasing that elusive All-Ireland title on the club scene with Murnaby. Yeah, we definitely are. Um, unfortunately, four years now we've we've fallen short. Um, three All Ireland finals mm-hmm. and one All Ireland semi final, and we're definitely still chasing it. Um, you know, but it is it's very disappointing. We've been we've been bitterly close every year. Um, but I suppose I'm just lucky that you know I have such a good club and that we're competing at such a high level. It definitely influences my inter county you know playing because I don't think I'd ever have been able to get the opportunity or to develop as a player if I didn't have the background of my club and um, and you know when you're playing club games at such high intensity and they're so competitive then I think it definitely improves you as a player for for making the inter-county panel and that so so I can just be grateful for that. Absolutely and I suppose those kind of heartbreaking losses nearly toughen you up more as well and, and drive you on further too. Yeah, definitely. I think they make you, um, you know, sometimes you can learn, as, as disappointing as a loss can be, you, you, you can learn more from a loss than you sometimes do from a win. Um, and I think, you know, we've definitely learned a lot over the years and it's been very disappointing, but we're still chasing it. So hopefully this this might be our year. Absolutely. And there's there's a good group of um, Mornaby players in the Cork panel as well. So that must be nice too. Yeah, it is. I think it's really nice to play alongside players that you've been playing with, you know, nearly all your life because you understand their style of play and, and they understand yours and, you know, you can link up very well. So um, it works well for us and, and it makes it that bit easier. Well, like parking the football now just for, for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in college in UCC, you're doing speech and language therapy going into your final year. Yeah, this is my last year now. I've, I've made it this far somehow, but... Um, and um, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. I've only one more yet year left now, so um, looking forward to my last year. Absolutely, and then back to college now in the next few weeks, bit of routine and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. I'll be back to college. Um, I think the second week in September, so just the week before we play the All Ireland, so I probably won't be too concentrated on college. I'll have um, greater things in mind, but um, yeah, as you said, a bit of routine and uh, looking forward to go back now and see everyone again. And I suppose, Emer, like the the college football scene is is strong down there too. So you know, between college, between home, between club football, county football, college football, like how do you balance it all? Like how has it been? I suppose even just getting a break over the summer from some of it. Um. Yeah, I think it's definitely you know hard to balance it all. But you know, there's players, you know, the likes of Louis Carpenter and Hannah Looney. They're they're doing. As much as me, but they're also balancing, you know, camogie on top of it all. And when you see players like that, um, you know, Libby's driving up from Bantry, you know, you know, an hour and a half to training. She's training with Cork camogie and football. She's playing club camogie and football, and she's doing what we used to see as well. So I think when you look at her, you can't complain about anything. Um, I suppose it's just 
it's down to management really I've been very lucky that you know every team that I'm involved with that the management has been very understanding and they understand that players need recovery time and you know they might have to rest players sometimes during the league when when college football is competitive and you know look at the bigger picture what competition at that time is the most important so I think I've just been really well looked after by management and they've been very understanding and you know they communicate well with each other between the different teams so um, that makes it that bit easier and then trying to do my college work as, as much as I can then on the side but I think there's plenty of, of students playing inter-county football doing the same thing um, and a lot of my friends are doing the same thing so you know you kind of just get yourself organised and do as much as you can everywhere of course and I suppose it's probably a bit easier balancing it all now coming up to an All-Ireland final like an exciting few weeks ahead yeah exactly I think you know um, at times you make sacrifices and you know it can be tough but I think when you get to, to All-Ireland finals and when, when you're successful then it's all worth it so I think it's a lot easier now facing into an All-Ireland final that it's all been worth it and there's going to be plenty of excitement down in Cork now over the next few weeks like obviously you have to keep your training going and whatnot but there's loads of off the field stuff to be at as well so I'd say excitement's building nicely yeah, hopefully now there'll be a good crowd um, in Crow Park. You know, it's brilliant to, you know, two years ago, um, there was a massive crowd went up to the All-Ireland. And, you know, as support in general last year at the All-Ireland final, I think they broke another record mm-hmm. again. So hopefully um, that, that continued support will, will be there again this year. And, you know, I know there's fierce excitement around the county. So hopefully people will get up now and support us um, in Crow Park. Brilliant stuff, Emer. Well, look, we're going to park it there today, but um, best of luck on the 16th and thanks so much for joining us. Thanks very much, Emma. Cheers, no problem. Well, look, that's all we have time for it this week, but thanks a million for tuning in. Uh, again, thanks to Sinead and to Emer for joining us. We really enjoyed having them and we hope you did at home too. And we'll be back in two weeks' time with a finals preview. Until then, take care.